Chronologically Ambiguous is a weekly podcast by the Snarky AF Advice column hashtag AskMissyK where we discuss all things related to intentional age fishing and radically defined self-love, from fundamental rights to feminism, holistic self-care, body positivity, banishing fuckboys, canceling ass clowns, financial literacy, and mental health. We hope to help women become more empowered through knowledge and information to make the most self-beneficial choices ever, whether they're in America, Africa, Asia, in the Middle East or wherever you are you definitely matter. Join us every week at www.askmissyk.live. Without our voice, who are we? Our indistinguishable and most individual voice is unique to who we are. Yet we hide behind a lesser version, a meeker stance, of who we are, of what we desire, and ultimately, of what we represent. To rise to a place where we are able to shine in full glory, or at least, without any holding back, expresses an order that's been too tall for too long, and its overdue date has had us in expiration for the length long told of life, unmistaken for authenticity unexpressed. Who we are and who we came to be cannot be argued with but within our heads. In our hearts, we have always known, though have surrendered, our truest of true for the likes of the yous that might not like us if we dare express. Women of a certain age from all walks of life have found their voice and are now sounding all types of concerning alarms, particularly on TikTok. I recently saw a disturbingly uncomfortable TikTok video by a geriatric nurse practitioner who shared some observations and spilled some very taboo scalding hot tea that I always secretly suspected to be true BTW. She discusses the toxic patriarchal power dynamic of elderly couples when one or both gets sick or becomes impaired by dementia, and also what usually happens when either the husband or the wife dies first. If the couple has kids, then the oldest daughter not the sons ever is immediately expected to take care of them. What I was most intrigued by because it proves my lifelong point that marriage benefits the man wa'ai more than it benefits women because the wife is transformed into a chattel sex slave once that wedding ring goes on her finger. It gets even worse financially for married women if you made a lot of money which has afforded you a sizable 401k and real estate portfolio, plus you've accumulated a nice sizable estate on your own that's independent of your spouse. Whatever long-term care expenses are owed because they were not covered by you and your spouse's social security and health insurance will be deducted from your savings and assets because you're married. If you're a rich self-made elderly woman, it makes way more sense to stay single, savage and fiercely independent. I tease all you. Your life is 100% yours. It's all you and you and you and you. What you make of it is up to you. What you decide is happening within it yours. What you intend to create, believe, discover, revise your choice. Take a quick glance, an overview of your life now, exactly as it is, and ask yourself, in truth, is this the life of your dreams? If not, there are lots of excuses you could give, but all of those come from the voice in your head. Your heart knows no limits. It knows the difference between what you dream and what you feel you're worthy of. Your future is in your hands completely. And though there is potential, and possibility, What will be your reality is indeed based on your will. So, what will it take to find your courage and your strength, to find your light and your power? Are you uncomfortable enough not to remain the same anymore? Are you uncomfortable enough to change, to push through, to find a solution, and take action? Ask yourself these questions, because this is a time for serious reflection. This is a time for getting your groove on. You know you want to. You're really too fabulous to not participate in life. You don't have to fix or heal or figure out what's wrong before you can begin to shine. 
You don't have to get unbroken to be the beautiful light that you already are. All you have to do is decide. Decide that you are ready to play the part of you in this reality that you're creating. Decide to rewrite the script of what's playing out within your life at any moment that it's not what you want it to be. Decide that you're not going to settle for less, for second best, for nothing, when everything you could ever want is right there waiting for you. You are your best bet for evolution. Believe in you. See your way through, by wiping all of the distractions from your windshield and getting a clearer view. Get up on that water slide and find your glee. The time for play is upon us. Play it forward and remember throughout this month to express as fully and as flavorfully as you possibly can. And then go beyond that and express even more abundantly than before. Create Creator. It's what you're here to do. Make a difference, in your life, in somebody else's. Make a difference in the world. Show off a bit, or a bunch. Let yourself wiggle cause you wanna. Let yourself smile wide. Now's not the time to hide your more than that, more than you've let yourself believe. But those limits, those fears, don't have to get in your way anymore. You have, inside you, right now, everything you need to push forward. Really, you do. And so it comes down to one thing, are you going to make it happen? The train's acumen down the track, don't you want to go for the ride of your life? Then you have to get on, sweet soul you have to take a chance and hop on board. Do it for you, you'll be glad you did. Don't put your golden eggs in a million baskets in order to be seen as someone by nobodies. If you didn't get the message long ago then project it back to yourself now. You are worthy. You are wonderful. You are enough. You are complete. Know these words on a deep level. Accept and welcome them into your heart. And if at that point, you wish to go forward and leap to the next thing and the next, do it out of self-love. Do it with the intention of gifting yourself. Do it for the greater good. But don't do it to please. Find the anchor of being good enough, and go beyond to the extraordinary. Being true to yourself is more valuable than what you will ever seek to prove to another or to debunk a belief you've bought into. So question your motives and be mindful of your intentions. For even the best intentions can be laced with a need to please and when we're pleasing in the name of seeking love or believing that if we don't please that love will be withheld, we're chasing our own tail into a rabbit hole that leads us straight into the arms of misery, and leads us further away from ourselves and our dreams. Get your Rambo on and grab your machete and slice through all of the restrictions and the barriers and the stuff that insists on standing directly in your way and claim this road you're walking, take back your power and your path, Make your own liberated and ever-liberating choices and fight for what's real and alive and right there in the open waiting for you rather than clinging to what's keeping you down and keeping you dead. You must break free and go beyond what these illusions are holding you bound to. You have no allegiance to them, you no longer need to suffer and your time as hostage can end now, so let it end. Quit paying in your time and energy to what you don't even want a part of and see beyond to what wants to come to you, to what you want to be part of, and create some new healthy dividends. In a relationship, with yourself and others right now, question the I statements that may be your default and then question them again. Try on for size, when you find yourself cornered or afraid I am alone and shift it with a gentle slap on the wrist and an alternative I am part of the whole and the everything. Witness I am unsupported and switch it out for all needs are met at all times. Use your highlighter and your red pen and be determined, and extra diligent in your correction and overriding of I statement at this time. You are rewriting the script. Be creative. Be bold. Be liberated. Tips and tools. As I volley back and forth in my thoughts these days, in a time that is somehow as trying as any other, 
I find myself reaching again and again, pulling myself up from the trenches, and resisting the urge to play into the dramas in my head. I center, but find myself floating to the top once again, dwelling in my head rather than my heart. And I'm wondering what it is that I'm finding so irresistible in the muck. Is it the familiarity of the long played out scenarios that, no doubt, stand in my way but deceptively tell a tale all too easy to believe, no matter how many times it's been told or what version of the story is unraveling? Is it the easiness of hiding behind what no longer fits as it allows me to duck out of sight from my greatness and the unknown that beckons me to rise? I spiral and I come up for air. I ask for greater assistance, for many, many angels to come to my side, and I know that I am more than this, more than I've ever been. But still, I continue to dip into the depths. Perhaps I'm dredging what needs to be dredged, but it doesn't feel like it, and it doesn't feel like I'm doing my part of holding up the consciousness that I intend to hold for myself and for humanity. So, in these times, I reach for some relief. Here are some tips to float above the lower stuff and find your way back to the center. 1. Instead of what if, I say whatever. Yes, I get an attitude with my ego self. Don't put up with whatever's being flung in your direction. When the thoughts start streaming and it's not in a good way, shut it up and shut it down. You don't have to put up with it. Take a stand in coppitude. 2. Really question mark question your reality, or at least the one plotting away and writing itself out on the page of your mind. Ask yourself, really? Is this really what's going on? Is this really where that person I'm arguing with in my head is coming from? Is this really how I feel? Don't let your thoughts feel? Don't let your thoughts determine your reality, you'll only be living on half-truths. 3. Distraction Ah, precious distraction. Like we don't have enough to do, we don't need to be caught up in our heads a million miles away on a path of destruction. Get present. Clean out a drawer. Redecorate your living room. Get down on the floor and play with your cat or your kids. Get busy and do something, anything, to keep you from reeling. It's not real. 4. Practice an act of kindness. Do something heart-based for yourself or another. You know what you're doing in that head of yours is far from kind. Don't let yourself behave that way or believe that way. Kill it with kindness instead. 5. Open up the window of your mind and get some fresh air and a new perspective. Engross yourself in a summer novel, a good movie, or a talk radio show. Change the channel and get out of your head for a while. You don't have to figure it out. Really. 6. Shift your imagination into gear to promote fabulous rather than fear, frustration, failure, or whatever it is you're skimming the water of or drowning in. Create something new. Plant a garden. Take some pictures. Plan a wonderful surprise for somebody you love. Have fun on that hamster wheel in your brain and let the juices flow on the upbeat. 7. Make a plan of action to implement a love calendar, each day, loving you in a new way. You deserve it. Fall in love with you again. Let it be your summer romance. Get crazy about yourself and out of the crazy-making mindset. 8. Find a cause and volunteer. It's really not all about you. If you want to focus on suffering, there are plenty of causes out there to spearhead or lend your time to. We really do have too much time on our hands to think about things. Imagine a third world life and what you could do to improve their living conditions. If you don't feel like you can help yourself, help someone else. You'll see your perspective and your vibration shift in an instant. 9. Make your dollars stretch. If you decide to uplift by treating yourself, 
Purchase something that will go the distance and something that will get you through the next time you're needing a lift. Oils are incredible, and so are flower remedies and candles. Mind-altering and mood-altering plants are good. Anything to help you shift without having to pay a consequence for it later. 10. Create a sacred space just for you. A beautiful new friend of mine recently introduced me to the concept of the womb a little hideaway, maybe a closet or a corner of a room, that you can submerge yourself into when you need to reconnect with yourself and disconnect from the world. Make it divine, dressed with sentiment, and sacred energy. Make it yours, 100% and go there regularly. Sometimes all you need to align is a little time away. Take it. 11. And finally, rewind. Start over, even if you're at the end of your day, and do it differently, do it your way, the way you really want, and see how that feels. No one said you can't rewrite the script. Get that body pillow-sized eraser out and change it. Press delete. Turn the page. Wave your wand, and make it better, no make it the best, most grandest design of anything you could ever imagine. Why not? Who's to say what's really real anyway, right? And to those who say you can't do that, you know you can always question their reality with a really? Or toss it aside with a simple and solid whatever. Be good to you, always. And know that you are you, despite what you are telling yourself, and no matter what, I love you anyway, smiley face. Tears of a clown. What's yours, what's theirs, and what's in between? A lifetime of serving and giving away power to loving and giving unconditionally and freely without the worry of becoming empty or being hurt by opening your heart. If you've mastered the art of people-pleasing and making other people smile, often to the expense of yourself, now it is time to learn how to be fully, freely you and still be there for the world. What part of you is missing from your home that makes it not a home? What part of you is missing from your marriage that makes it incomplete? What part of you is missing from your friendship that makes it unfulfilling? What part of you is missing from your job that makes it less than what you desire? What part of you is missing from your life that makes it not your life? Yes, change is in order and is a constant, but what part of you is missing from this moment and this area of focus that can bring peace to this moment? Where can you be less rigid, less hard, tight, and constricted? What parts of you feel barricaded by this situation or that? Get to the root of what's coming up for you. Go deeper, so you can dig it out and be free of the red light pain. The pain is a witness for you to do what you need to do to restore balance and relief. When you lay down the railroad ties in your world, be conscious of where you lay them. Do the don'ts, can'ts, and wants restrict you or give you more movement? I don't have money slash or I don't believe in limitation. I can't do this anymore slash or I can't do it from my limited way of thinking or being. I won't ever do that again slash or I won't be so hard on myself next time I do. In relationships with yourself and with others, what is your pretext for treatment, love-based or fear-based? Conditional or free-flowing? The way you've always done it or the new way you're opening to? What is real in this wonderland world? Plumb through long-standing separateness and reach for unity. In relationships, where there has been fear of abandonment and fear of needs not being met, look to see where in your relationship with yourself you have been neglected. This is a terrifying place to be as a child, and your inner child will react strongly in situations that appear to reflect this situation. It's a knee-jerk response. But as you become more conscious, you can begin to address your needs directly without the appearance of resentment, bitterness, or hostility. In short, you don't have to fight anymore to get what you want or need. You don't have to fight to be loved. 
We are learning not to get turned on our heads by what's going on with those around us and to become more centered in ourselves by way of awareness. We are commanding more presence so that we can shine our lights into their darkness while remaining within our boundaries so that we are allowing them their process and their perspective. We no longer need to be threatened by it. We are beginning to better know when to pull back and when to move forward, as we listen more tentatively to our own truth and hone the ability to drown out what's not ours. In this rebirth, as in labor, there will be times when you push and times when you breathe through. If you are not in every moment who you wish to be in your experience, remember the soothing balm of forgiveness. We must be as gentle with ourselves in this process as we would in nurturing another. As we are plummeted to the depths and emerging on the crest of the heights, remember self-care. Remember to rest, to nourish, to take respite, to smile, to breathe, to comfort yourself. Remember gentle pats on the back and repeating it's all right. It's all all right. And it really is. It's all just a game, all just a process. Win or lose, you're you through and through. And your evolution is evolving with or without you. Evolving is cyclical in nature and a process that happens over time. You grow, and then you are free to be. Be. Grow. Free. Know that many sisters and brothers join you in this process, feel your pain, experience your frustrations, stumble, fall, and pick themselves back up again. Know that each fall is a forward movement as it's yet another step in the direction of your greatness. And with each fall, you learn and you realize that you will survive, you will go on, and you can get back up again. It's the nature of learning anything. Just as night precedes day and winter follows fall, there is an order to things, even when it appears to be chaos. Tailor your focus to what is right rather than projecting attention on what is wrong. Let the cycles teach you while you dip your toes in the waters of emotional indicators of what you need to learn, just don't get swallowed by the wave. If you're able to witness in autumn the leaves falling from the trees, you will see there is such a grace about it. There is no tugging or prodding. No resistance or hanging on. The old leaves have served their purpose and now they are making room for new growth. And it is such a beautiful process, really, leaves dancing in the air as the wind supports their journey, as they paint the sky with their rich hues. It is the same for you now, and every time you endeavor to grow. Let yourself be carried by the grace of the wind, and let it all fall away. Every woman deserves to experience a season OR2 of selfishness, if not a whole joyful unbothered lifetime of it. The only one you have to prove yourself to is you. And the gentlest way to do that is to wrap yourself in compassion and believe dear sweet soul, that you are already enough, and that despite what anyone's told you, you've always been. Blessings to all of you sweet souls on your journey. Namaste dear ones. Now see your own light too. Blessings of love. Full hearts ahead. In loving grace. At www.askmissyk.live